0: Mansell with HJJ Sports, and today we're going to go over our new sights within the Tetra line for 2022. So, new for 2022, we actually came out with a new way to mount your scope housing to the Infinite Adjust bracket. No longer do you have to worry about your vertical adjustments uh, intertwining with the second axis adjustments. So, as you'll see on the scope housing. Uh, there's actually an additional brick. You can either mount that to the inside of the riser or to the outside of the riser. We recommend that for most traditional bows, you mount that to the inside of the riser and for any sort of sight that you're gonna mount in line with the bow to use the outside, just flip that around um, and mount it to the outside of the riser. So within each of the product categories, we have the Tetra Max, the Tetra, and then the Tetra LT. As always, our Tetra line of sights come in four different scope housing size options, an inch and three-eighths, an inch and five-eighths, an inch and three-quarters, and then also our four-pin housing, which is an inch and three-quarters. We also offer a 10,000th pin and a thousandths pin for both single-pin and four-pin options. On the Tetra itself, we once again have micro adjustments as well as your macro gain adjustments for left and right. For your vertical adjustments on your Tetra bow sight, you'll wanna use the screw right here on the infinite adjust rail and the screw below that. You'll just loosen those and slide it up and down. Another key feature on the 2022 Tetra bow sight is the integrated scope ring that has a built-in level. Another key feature on the 2022 Tetra bow sight is the ability to take a 2500 blue burst light. This is an added on accessory, but you can actually put that on there to add light to your pin or to reduce light. With that, we also have mechanical rheostat, which is an exclusive feature to HHA on the Tetra line. You'll be able to turn in the rheostat if you want to dim the light, and then you'll also be able to turn it out if you want to let more light in. Also on our 2022 Tetra line, both sides, the Tetra comes in either a fixed frame, our Hunter edition frame, or it comes on a four to eight inch adjustable dovetail. All HGA products are 100% made and sourced in the USA, and they carry 100% lifetime warranty. For any more questions, please visit our website at www.hjsports.com.
1: Hello, we're at the BATA show at uh, Veteran Innovative Products, uh, an all-American made and manufactured broadhead. So we've got a new one for 2020 called the Combat Veteran 4-Blade. As you can see, 4-Blades got a lot of the same high-quality materials we use with our original 2-Blade Veteran, but the Combat Veteran has a different deployment system. How it deploys is you just squeeze a little bit on your main blades, okay, those compress, and then the broadhead opens
2: All right, folks, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bucks of America podcast, the cooking edition. I'm your host, Jeff Vance, and today I have Armando with The Bojich, and he's got this delicious elk recipe he was sent me yesterday, and I want him to tell us all about it. And I'm just going to shut up and let him talk about it, because it just sounds mouth watering.
3: Sounds good. All right. Well, thank you, Jeff. Uh, the meal that I'm talking about, he mention, hey, give me a nice wild game meal. And so this is kind of new to the repertoire. I haven't been making it for too too long. But once I started making it I couldn't stop and everybody who's had it, this is the number one request. So what I'm gonna be making is elk back straps that are breaded and fried. And we're gonna be having jalapeno gravy over mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes and asparagus on the side. So I mean, it's incredible meal, super simple. I mean you're gonna need some back straps. You could probably use any cut of meat you want, but if you want it to fall apart and just cut it with a fork, you're gonna to wanna to use a back strap of whatever you have. Our favorite is elk here at home that we've been eating it with and we're fortunate enough to get a couple. So we're uh, we're using elk backstraps. Um So let me kind of run it down. You're going to have your back straps is going to be your main portion, the mashed potatoes and gravy, and jalapeno gravy, mind you, and then asparagus on the side. So you're going to need your elk back straps you're going to want to cut. I like to cut them about a quarter inch thick. And then once the entire strap is cut up, um, or whatever portion you want, you cut all your meat up, quarter inch portions, and then you're going to pound those out. And I like to pound them out pretty, pretty thin to where they're almost falling apart. And I mean, the the strap's tender already, but once you pound it out with the meat tenderizer, it's just that much better. So pound out that meat, get it, put it on the side. And you're going to get about two to three cups of flour, add in some Lowry seasoning salt, some garlic salt, and some pepper, just some crushed crushed, uh, black peppers. And uh, mix that into your flour real good. Get it nice and consistent all the way through. Put that off to the side. Then you're going to scramble up some eggs. Get you probably six, maybe eight eggs. Scramble them up real good. And I don't put anything in the eggs. It's just a quick egg wash. Get that, put that off to the side. Okay. Then we're going to have our potatoes. I just use regular russet potatoes. I wash them up real good. Cube them up. And I leave the skin on after I cube them and I throw them in to boil. And so while everything else is going on, these potatoes are boiling and getting nice and soft. Uh, I always put about a spoonful of garlic off to the side, and we're gonna put that into our potatoes. So keep some, keep some fresh garlic there and uh, minced garlic. Always have that prepared because we're gonna use the minced garlic for the asparagus as well. Um, so now on to the jalapeno gravy. I just use the, the the cheater packets. I get three packages, so it's going to be three cups of brown gravy. But what I do is I saute up. I get three large or three three jalapenos, cut them in half, and take out all the seeds. Okay. And then I chop them up real kind kind of small, and I get those jalapenos and I saute those in olive oil, and I get them to where they start browning on the ends. And then I pull those off to the side. And uh, as I get towards the end of the meal and I start warming up the brown gravy to get it going, then once the brown gravy is finished, I'll throw in the uh, the jalapenos into the gravy. Um, then uh, what else do we have? The asparagus. I try to get a pretty good amount of asparagus because my entire family likes eating that. So just cut off the ends, get the white stuff off on the end. Crash that, cut it to where whatever you feel comfortable with and, you know, where your family likes your asparagus spears. And I saute those in butter and garlic. I saute the garlic first, and then once the garlic starts to brown, then I throw in the asparagus and then do a quick browning on the asparagus, and then those come off. So those are also towards the end of the meal, which the end of the meal gets pretty busy, but... Um, and it, Sorry, my, my, my layout might be different, but I'm watching. I'm seeing it in my head. So asparagus put off to the side, all the jalapenos put off to the side, all the while our potatoes are softening. So now we're at the point where we can go ahead and get our elk back straps that's already been pounded out, get a nice hot skillet. I usually cook in peanut oil, uh, get the skillet nice and hot, get your oil super hot, and then I get the uh, the elk backstrap, dip it in my egg, and then flip it into the uh, flour. Pat it down real good. Make sure that the flour gets in on both sides, into all the crevices, and then straight into the frying pan. And I do that with uh, the entire backstrap. Whatever meat you have there, run the whole process through. As soon as uh, all the meat's done cooking, by that time I get the meat, put it off to the side, stick it in the oven. Uh, just just so it'll stay warm. Mash up my potatoes. They should be super soft by then. Add in a stick of butter, put in a spoon of garlic, mix that around. And then uh, somewhere in there, you should have been warming your gravy. So by then, about the gravy is starting to thicken up there. And that's when I toss in my jalapenos and get that gravy nice and hot. And then you can start with your fourth frying pan and saute the uh, asparagus there. And once everything is done and warmed up, your your meal's pretty much ready. I like to get two or three slabs of the uh, elk meat, put it down, put a nice heap of the garlic uh, mashed potatoes next to it, and then make a little divot in the potatoes. And over the meat and the potatoes, I put a nice healthy serving of the jalapeno gravy. And then to top it off, I'll get three, four, or five spears of asparagus, put it uh, put it across nice and pretty, and uh, you're ready to eat. All you need is a fork. You'll, if you pounded it out enough, you won't need a knife to cut that meat up.
2: Oh, man, that sounds delicious.
3: Yeah, it's not bad. It's, uh, everybody loves it.
2: So was this just a random experiment that turned out to be delicious then?
3: It's, uh... uh dude, I... I don't ever do recipes. My mom, I grew up in the restaurant business. My mom owns a restaurant. So, she, you know, learned to cook just by cooking. No, no recipes, no portions, no nothing. So, she just always said, if it sounds good, make it. You know, if if it needs more, put more. If it needs less, put less. Like, just figure it out type of thing. So, I don't know. We just started piecing it together and, ended up with that meal one day and now that used cobandies to there i think i lost nope. you okay there yeah, you are yeah Sorry. cool yeah so no no nothing nothing written down nothing planned just kind of this sounds good this sounds good this sounds good all right we have a meal that that's...
2: was
3: that's about it
2: that's see, that's the way I do it too. I just kind of make some happy mistakes and sometimes they flop and sometimes they just hit. And I've got, I got a couple of go-to recipes that, that, that I know that'll sail home and like this week, uh, this upcoming on May 13th, I'm like, I was telling you about that spread. So I've been, I got a, a mustard that I found at uh, the out open season outdoor show there in, in Wisconsin Dells. And I bought a, I bought some, bought their and his entire lineup is an ex-military ex-marine. Or army, one of the two. And uh, he has this great flavor profile between all the different uh, barbecue sauces and a mustard. So I'm gonna be whipping all that stuff out and putting together this big old fancy meal and stuff like that. I got 10 10 pounds of ribs. So it's three racks of ribs. I'm gonna do five pounds of venison and then I'm gonna splash in uh, about a dozen uh, drummies because I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be feeding like Uh 10 to 12 people or something like that. So, so yeah, miles miles will go Uh big. I'm jealous. It sounds great. Oh, yeah. And this I'm using pecan wood to smoke everything. It's the first time I've ever used it before, but I've heard a lot of good reviews on YouTube about smoking ribs and venison with pecan. Huh. Well, hey, sounds good to me. Heck yeah, man. Well... You you nailed this on home here. I, I'll have to try this out with uh, some. I do have some whitetail backstraps left, and this is pretty straightforward. I'm not, I'm not sure how the how the loved ones are going to dig with the jalapenos because they're they're kind of finicky about the – It's not really that spicy, but they they're 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 sensitive, so I don't tend to make it too spicy for them. But this sounds like a fantastic meal right here. You can almost turn this into like almost like a biscuits and gravy if you if you just tweet just if you folk change the focus to dinner to a breakfast because a lot of the ingredients here so like you can make some
3: fun stuff with that oh dude yeah there's you could you can go a lot of ways with that man definitely I,
2: I appreciate your your creativity armando i thank you again for coming on the podcast and again folks go find them at at the Bo hitch on instagram
3: yeah that's it brother i appreciate you enjoy that meal when you make it and uh I'll make it this week for you, and I'll send you some pictures and some video.
2: Oh, fantastic! And I will be sending you some definitely some pictures of my prep and everything, and how I get everything all wrapped up because this is going to be like a seventy. I'm gonna start everything. I'm gonna start my prep tomorrow, and then and because I'm gonna be brining stuff, I'm gonna be letting things thaw out slowly, and then just kind of putting everything together one piece at a time. And this 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 puzzle is gonna turn out to be beautiful. Oh,
3: love it, man! Sounds good. Let me know if you want me to mail you some chili. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, I haven't
2: had some good chili in a long time. Uh, green or red? Whatever you want. I like both, so I'm not going to, I don't argue.
3: Uh, well, I'll tell you what, when my slings come in, I'll mail you a sling and I'll put some chili in there with it.
2: Man, I do. I, I love it, I, and I will gladly send you out some. Uh, some. I got a couple of spices. I got a friend of mine in Inland, Illinois that makes some really good, different mixtures. So I should be seeing here pretty soon. But I'll get you out some some, some spices that I play with. But uh, thank you again, Armando. You. Drive safe. We'll talk to you Thanks, later, brother.
3: Okay, catch you later.